stop. It never rains at Austin Stadium. Hey everyone and welcome to the It Never Rains podcast. Tyson Alger here joined by Aaron Fentress in uh, what is a, a, a very odd um, way to start a podcast. Obviously uh, uh, college sports across the country have been and pro sports have been canceled across the country uh, have been canceled due to the, the coronavirus. Um, uh, Aaron and I are both uh, at our homes right now and, and it's just a uh, um, yeah, uh, obviously, a, a, a kind of a, a trying time for for everyone here. Uh, not only, I mean, sports is just a very small part of everything, but obviously with what's going on in the world. But um, Aaron and I and everyone across Athletic are going to do our best not only to keep you guys informed about what what's happening with the latest with sports, um, but also you know and entertained. You know, we 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 write about um, you know sports and and kind of uh, the fun and zany and whatever stuff with that. So, anyways, Aaron. Uh, how how are you doing today, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, I kept my my son home today. My daughter insists on going to school, but my school district, for whatever, is going to wait till Monday to close school and extend uh, uh, spring break a little bit. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I think we're good. I was surprised I let my kid go to school yesterday. Um, so he's right. home. Uh, we're just hanging out. Michael do a little bit of baseball today if we can, but it's raining. But yeah, it's just it's a bizarre, crazy world right now, and the hope obviously is that it just does not get worse. If we were to get worse proportionally to what's going on in Italy, it would be absolutely uh, a horrific, devastating, tragic situation, which is what they're experiencing right now over there. Right, which is which is why I think you know we're we're probably both in agreement here that not only the NCA but pro sports across the country probably made you know the right decision here to um, err on the side of caution. I mean, health is everyone's priority, and uh, yeah, that, that's, it's going to make a, an interesting time for us because we're we're sports reporters. We work for a a sports writing company, and uh, um, being able to tell sports stories in a time where there's no sports is, is going to be. Uh, um, a creative challenge for for all of us, but uh, um, you know we uh, we'd like to have an open dialogue with our with our readers and listeners. So if if you have any suggestions of topics you'd like us to cover um, or write about, you know, please hit me up at uh, at Tyson Alger on Twitter or at Aaron J Fentress. Um, you know, keep keep posted to this podcast. You can subscribe to it on Apple or Spotify. Um, you can subscribe to the Athletic, where we're we're going to continue to uh, um, try to provide uh, a, a coverage over the next you know. X amount of time for however this lasts, but uh, I, I think we'd kind of like to dive in a little bit to what just happened, um, specifically for Oregon yesterday, where not only um, spring practice and the spring uh, spring scrimmage on Saturday was canceled, but the NCAA tournaments, which um, unfortunately means uh, the Sabrina Unescu and Ruthie Hebert and Minyan Moore and Satu Sabali aren't going to be able to go after it. Uh, a national championship that they might have been front runners for, and um, uh, Peyton Pritchard's pretty storied uh, uh, career as a basketball player in the state of Oregon, where he won four state high school titles, went to a Final Four as a freshman, and, and has slowly turned himself into uh, uh, a pretty iconic player in in kind of the the Oregon history or in, in Oregon basketball history, and, and has likely turned himself into an NBA player. So it was an absolutely uh, bizarre day yesterday and i i mean i i think probably the cancellation and and of of the women's basketball tournament's probably where we should lead out with this i agree i i'm so disappointed for those ladies because they had a legit shot of winning it all uh which would have been a monumental feat for oregon sports um you know who didn't want to watch 
uh, Sabrina and Ruthie play again. You know, just keep playing ball at the, at the high level of excellence. I was waiting for the tournament. I could not wait to see if, if they could make that run. And for it to just end like that, and I'm still baffled a little bit by why it can't just be postponed and played later, but I do believe that part of the reason why it's just canceled is because people don't believe there might even be time for it later. Like, there, this may not right. be over to the point where we actually play it in May or even June. I mean, who knows what's going to happen, which is kind of scary. But, yeah, it's, it's very disappointing. Um, it's one of those things that, you know, 15 years from now, it'll be like, hey, I mean, let's assume Oregon doesn't have this type of chance again at the women's level where people are going to be like, hey, remember that team in 2020 and had a chance to win it all? Damn, it's too bad they didn't get that opportunity. So, yeah, that's – I feel really bad for that team. And it's – it just happened to like such a an iconic group too, because I mean, you and I have both been around Oregon long enough now to remember what it was like before you know Kelly Graves and kind of the, this this core came around, where you know the women's basketball team was kind of a complete afterthought. And right. um, you know, I, I I think now it's 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 I mean, you know, Sabrina's obviously on the Mount Rushmore of of most iconic Oregon players in any sport out there, and and just for them to kind of just not have any finality to uh, a season where they decided to come back and, and where, you know, Oregon had a, not only just a shot, but was probably the front runners to win, uh, um, you know, the, the team's first national championship there. It's, it's just awfully unfortunate. And, um, you know, even just smaller stuff, like I was going to, I was going to hit up the, uh, the Oregon state high school uh, tournament. Cause I wanted to do a Peyton Pritchard story about what he, what he meant, um, what ha- what he's meant and influenced uh, uh, in in the basketball world in this state, and uh, um, those all got canceled around the state here too. Which is which is you know I, I think another level of things that people don't consider is um, for for a lot of us our our our, our best uh, sporting memories were in high school and in some of those kind of like final senior year tournaments, and you know all those kids uh, uh, are going to miss out on that as well. So yeah. obviously a, a pretty, I mean this is all in context of of you know, the, the greater health of, of everyone and, and trying to kind of limit this thing, but in, in specifically the sports world an absolutely kind of devastating day. Yeah. When I talked about the, the women's situation on Twitter, I, I, I used the phrase sports tragic, just to clarify yeah. that it's a sports tragedy, not a real life tragedy necessarily. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I ran track my senior year and we went to state and you know, we we won state in the mile relay. Like I'm thinking back, what if that opportunity hadn't have been there for me to do that? That's one of my fondest memories of high school was going to state and doing well in a couple of events there and how much fun we had and those things mean a lot to kids. And it's it's unfortunate that there's a lot of athletes that won't have that opportunity. A lot of them, you know, most will be back next year and have that opportunity. But the seniors, you know, like you said, they're not going to get that chance. And it almost makes me think like for some seniors who aren't going to the WNBA or the NBA. Maybe you grant them an extra year of eligibility just out of kindness. Right. I don't know. Well, yeah, I just it, throw them a bone. It, Who cares? It, it, it looks like um, Nicole Auerbach uh, just tweeted out something. Um, let me pull it up here. But it looks like N- the NCAA is, is going to start taking or moving in that direction to at least you know pursuing that topic. Obviously, there's uh, a lot more to it than just saying like, all right, everyone can come back because you got to you know figure out scholarship numbers and – all, all that sort of stuff that goes on with that. But I, I mean, I think um, the NCAA is awfully good at doing uh, poor, poor PR hits. And <laughs> this is a really easy one for them. Let the seniors, let the seniors who want to come back, come back. Because like you just mentioned, you know, we, we often talk and write about, you know, a lot of these players that are going to be playing somewhere 
uh, in the pros later on, but that's really just a, a very small percentage of, of these athletes. So there's, there's a lot of players whose careers kind of came to an end yesterday. So I, I would completely be in favor of them being able to get more eligibility. Um, and I mean, like you were going to go cover Portland state's pro day today, weren't you? Yeah, Charlie. Oh my God. I knew I was going to screw up his name. I even studied it too. These, some of these last names have tripped me out. Toma Powell, I think it was. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a tight end. Uh, did really well at the combine. Was not happy with his 40 time though. He did well in everything else. He ranked, I think, top five in almost everything else. He's more of an H back. His pro day was today. And so what happens is most of the scouts who are in state for Oregon and Oregon State's pro day will then drop by Portland State's to check out either whatever prospects they have. And then some kids from other smaller schools, like there was a kid from George Fox who were going to come, Linfield, Western Oregon, et cetera, et cetera. And they get a chance to see those guys as well. <clears throat> and there aren't a ton of those guys that, that make it. But, you know, Portland State's had, I think, uh, 10 players drafted and then like another 28 undrafted free agents that played in the NFL. So they have produced some guys that are worth stopping through and checking out. And so there was supposed to be a ton of scouts. I think I think almost every team was supposed to be there today to check out Charlie because he is a legitimate uh, draft prospect. Um, and they, they canceled it late last night. I was going to go check it out. Um, and, yeah, well, it's and, and, and it's just like, you know, yesterday in Eugene, um, all the scouts showed up still to watch Justin Herbert. But, you know, we were talking to players like Juwan Johnson and, and Lamar Winston, guys who don't necessarily turn the needle quite as much. And they were like, yeah, it's, it's great that all these guys are here to see Herbert because, you know, they can see us, too, by proxy. And, and that's just something that a school like Portland State, where, you know, you don't get that nearly as much, is missing out on. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's I ca- all, all their pro days will have scouts, but not like this. But in, in reality, if they have a guy who's going to be draftable, like when Julius Thomas was coming out, they would have most most teams would be there. But clearly in a, in a situation where you know everyone's coming to check out Herbert, those guys, it makes it easier for a team to justify a trip to Oregon to also swing through up Oregon State. So, yeah. On uh, So this all kind of started to the, – the domino started following kind of – Early in the week when when you saw, like, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, the NBA talking about limiting uh, a fan attendance at, at games. And um, it was just pretty amazing how exponential all the news came following that. I mean, Tuesday, I went to, Tuesday, I went to Oregon Spring Practice and asked, had asked a, a, a Ordi- an Oregon SID uh, whether or not they were still going to uh, have availability on Thursday and whether the, the Saturday scrimmage was still going to happen in Portland. And it was kind of a. Yeah, like as of now, like I see no reason why. And it was obviously with the caveat of, you know, like, let's see the, what news tomorrow brings. And then Wednesday it was, okay, the Pac-12 tournament's going to be played in front of no fans. And then yesterday morning was one of the most bizarre – I mean, yesterday as a whole was one of the most bizarre days. I, I left for Eugene from Portland around like 7 a.m. and pulled over just about every 20 miles to do a quick scroll through Twitter. Just, to, you know, every 20 minutes there was new crazy breaking news of um, – you know, tournaments canceling, the Pac-12 tournament got canceled and the NCAA tournament got canceled. And um, we were down there for spring practice and we were supposed to talk with the uh, the offense. We were going to talk to Tyler Shuck and um, the offensive assistant coaches and all that. And um, we, we kind of knew that wasn't going to happen when they all walked past us and, and they came out and said Mario Cristobal was just going to make a statement and take no questions. Uh, and he just kind of came out and kind of gave the spiel of like, you know, we're assessing this. We're going to err on the side of caution, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then we were just like, so is, is, is pro day still going to happen? And, and <laughs> it was again, that it was again, that as of now, like we think so, but it, it was, it was crazy getting all that in, in kind of real time because the Oregon officials there were 
getting that news as we were all too. So, you know, we're at, like kind of leaning on them for like what's going to happen here. And, and they just learned it as well. So it was it was just a very chaotic day that ca- was capped with that pro day where you, you check in with your name. They have two bottles of Purell there. Um, you know, you, you lather up and then you get in and it felt nor- it felt like a normal sporting event for two hours because, you know, there was a bunch of scouts to watch Justin Herbert. ESPN was there. They had a, they had a set. Mark Sanchez was there. Like, like it felt like a real thing. And then you got out of that. And then it's just like, wow, that might be the last time I watch sports for, <laughs> for a few ho- months. however long. Yeah. It, yeah. It was wild, man. It was, it was wild. So it's my understanding that, so there were some teams that were no longer going to send their scouts out. And there were some programs that were shutting down their pro days. Um, but that all the scouts, who are coming to Oregon, Oregon State. Like, we don't know if Oregon State's is canceled yet, do we, for tomorrow? Have you heard anything about that? I imagine it is. I mean, because I think all those I scouts mean, headed home. Yeah. Because uh, I, don't, I don't imagine those scouts would not go to PSU. Look, we got Herbert. We're done. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> but, I think, but I think all those scouts were already here. And, they, and <clears throat> I think the feeling was this, this, some of this is what I've heard based on what happened with PSU. And some of this, I'm kind of filling in the blanks here. But they were already there. The guys, they're going to be working out anyway. Like Herbert throwing the ball in a, in a, in the most center is not going to get, catch him the virus necessarily, but he probably shouldn't, you know, be hugging and kissing anybody. Uh, so the scouts were already there. So go ahead and get it in. And then it's like, okay, now let's go home because <laughs> it's like, we've taken care of the big, the big fish. It's probably not worth it to hang out. I imagine they're all gone. So they didn't go to Oregon state either. Um, so Yeah. It's it's you know it's it's unfortunate for the, some of the lower level guys who want that extra look. At the same time, though, I don't think at the end of the day it's going to really change much because it almost you, you becomes to, to, <laughs> it almost becomes redundant to, in a way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I think I think the teams like, like, like let's take Charlie for PSU. I think the teams that are interested in him as H back. Uh, yeah, they would have liked to have seen him again. But they can also bring him in for personal workouts should that become a thing in the next month or so, right? If someone who really right. who's really in on that. Uh, so I don't think it's something where him not having a pro day is going to cause him to fall, especially when so many other people are not going to have pro days either. And I mean, you know, you th- th- this is not to disrespect anyone who participates at pro day uh, because, you know, these are all elite athletes who are, who are given it one last shot. But I mean, in the grand reality, I mean, Oregon had probably like 13 guys working out yesterday. I, I don't have the exact number on me right now, but you know, two of them are going to make the league, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> two of the extras. Like, like, or I mean, two, you yeah. know, pro- probably like two, two or three of those guys that are, are working out, I guess the offensive line and, and Herbert, but um you know, you had you had Charles Nelson out there working out two years oh, after Charles you graduated. Charles Nelson was out you, there again, huh? Yeah, yeah. Which, which uh, hey, I'm a big Charles Nelson fan. I, I love the way he played at Oregon, and you know, he's I believe he's in the CFL now. But you know, I I don't think uh, any scouts who uh, are there or, or have their eyes necessarily on Charles Nelson when you know they can go watch CFL tape on him if they really want to. But, right. Yeah. Uh, that, those guys are just doing it to do it. Hopefully, that one last stab in the dark. I mean, Charles Nelson. What was his last season? Fifteen. No, he was on a six. Was no, a 16 it was, team? He, he was on. He was. He, he was on Taggart's team. I think. Was he? Wasn't he? Oh yeah, you're right. Because he was a freshman think, in fourteen. Yeah, you're right. Fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Okay. So it's only. He's only been out. Well, still, that's two years out though. Damn. Yeah. Charles Nelson was one of my first big uh, profiles I wrote on the Oregon beat because that was my first year, and I remember the headline was like Charles Nelson can do whatever he wants because <laughs> you know he was blowing people up as a gunner and, and making yeah. some good good 
passes and, and then, the, then the next year he start yeah then the next yeah. year he played some safety that that was he was a fun dude to cover and uh you know it, it just um I, I think kind of stories like that are what we're going to have to lean on probably over the, I mean, over the next month, uh, because, you know, we just, we don't really have anything to cover. So <laughs> I think we'll probably end up having a lot, of, a lot of look back stuff. I mean, that's what the athletics pretty strong when you're strong with, we probably have like 200 oral histories coming at you in the next, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, but from, from um, the NFL side, I think free agency is going to take place because that doesn't require anything but phone calls and contracts. Um, so I think there'll be some NFL news. It'll be interesting to see what they do with the draft. I mean, you could technically hold the draft, just not have anyone there. I mean, there's no rule that says you can't right. draft people, you know, via internet. <laughs> hey, you've been selected. Go to your, go to, go to the guys, uh, uh, you know, what's it called? Uh, Skype and Hey, how you feeling about being drafted by the Colts? Oh, this is awesome. So you can technically still have yeah. the draft. So we'll see what happens with that. There, there, there's going to be a ton of like real news to cover um, in, in the sports world because I mean the, the the financial impact of all of this. I mean Oregon State was going to be hosting the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight of the women's tournament in Portland. Um, the scholarships, all all that sort of stuff. Like we're going to have plenty of news to report on. Um, but as for the fun stuff, like you know maybe we'll pick uh, maybe we'll each pick like five of our favorite Oregon games from the past X amount of years and and you know, do a deep dive, uh, look back at them or something like that. Or, you know, if, if anybody has any suggestions for stuff they'd like to see on here, uh, we're, we're definitely, uh, uh, more, more than willing, willing to uh, take suggestions here. I'm going to do my top 10 bold predictions that duck fans hammered me on that ended up being right. <laughs> yeah. yeah if, if we, if, we would, we, we would like all of you guys to stay on with the athletic during this period. But, uh, you know, if, if we, if you happen to leave because you can't take the onslaught of Aaron's posts of I was right, you were wrong, I completely understand during this trying period, you can come back later. But, you know, it, we're n- I'm not going to blame you because I, you know, I might take a hiatus. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to James oh uh, Crepia, the Oregonians reporter yesterday, and, uh-huh. you know, he uh, – he uh, he hosts a, a radio show in Eugene like five days a week. And I was telling him, I was like, hey, you're going to be fine for like the next two weeks because, you know, if anybody knows James, like James can fill fill the air. Um, but I was like, you're going to get three weeks into this thing and you're just going to get live on air and you're going to be like, all right, chapter one of my manuscript. You know, he's, he's just going to be... <laughs> He's just going to be fill, filling it with move, movie scripts and everything. Like th- those are the people I um, in this industry that I think are going to probably have the hardest time with all this. Is how the heck do you fill three, you know, fifteen hours of airtime? You know what on though? Talk you radio get, for you the get these sports personalities that are doing nothing on your airways. They got nothing else to do. True, that's a good point. I, 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 can, maybe, I, I mean, why can't we yeah. get? You know, I mean, see, the problem is with Oregon sports. Like who in the spring? I bet we can get some of these NFL prospects on. Let's get some of the linemen yeah. on. They got they got nothing to do for a while. Let's work on that. Hey Cameron, goal. are you listening? Let's <laughs> get these people on the show. <laughs> Let's can, just hit them all up. What can, are you doing? Can, get on. Come on the podcast. You ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd love to get some of them. Uh, 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 you know, I think another guy that we should try to target to get on here is uh, uh, Chris Miller, who. Uh, <laughs> Uh, former uh, former quarterback here who uh, was the offensive coordinator for the Houston XFL team and that yeah. season just got canceled. They were five they were five and zero oh too. I they they were doing well. I'm a, do, do you know him on. 
Yeah, let's get him on the show. Do you know what's impressive about the XFL? You remember last year when the AAF folded and it was like there was all those stories about like they're not even going to pay for the players to fly home and all that. Like, I don't know if the XFL is going to survive this whole thing, but they had like a story that came out today of like, I think they're going to be paying players through. They're at least getting them home. And I think it said they're going to continue to pay them. But anyways, it's. There, there's just going to be so many ramifications from this thing over the next, you know, coming months. And um, I, I don't really know where I'm going with this rant, but <laughs> I just, te- I, I'm, I'm I not just, as good as sticks. Did just, you text him? I just texted Chris Miller. He said, F no, yeah, you, got, no you guys are, <laughs> you guys are getting to see how the sausage is made here. On, uh, it never rains. It's Hey, do you got his number? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I bet he come on. His league just got canceled. Hey, props to XFL, though, right? They're going to pay everybody. Yeah. Send them home. Give them their benefits. Give them their money. That's what happens when you have a league that starts with deep pockets. That's the one reason why XFL has a chance over that alliance nonsense. The alliance went into it without enough money. They did it pure on speculation, like they're going to somehow make the money and then you know pay for themselves as they win, as opposed to going in with deep pockets like uh, McMahon did. So props to them for taking care of those guys. So, Tyson, since you were at Pro Day... How was it? Now, did they still have you guys roped off? They still have the media roped off from everything? Yeah. The, the, I hate that crap, man. Go yeah, ahead. Okay, so, so the, 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 or, the Oregon Pro Day has handled like a quarantine atmosphere for the last like- <laughs> Three or four years. You know, at least five or six years anyways. They they, they put, uh, uh, they have those yellow ropes around everything. And yeah, I, I feel I feel the worst for the photographers that got to shoot that thing because they, they keep them all in that area. Um, I don't know. Like it's- I paid a lot of attention to Herbert's combine stuff and, and he truly, he was the only really guy that I was paying attention to yesterday. I, I spent a good portion of uh, the event kind of just chatting with uh, his dad, Mark Herbert, and just kind of talking about how kind of nuts this whole, not only the, the coronavirus stuff has been, but just, you know, the, the realities of, of the local Oregon kid going through the draft and having to do all this stuff. And, you know, his, his dad was talking about just how, um, you know, proud he was of, of how Justin's handled everything and, and talk, you know, kind of talking a little bit about too, about how much pressure of, of being the local kid, you know, has been on Justin without, you know, Justin necessarily talking about that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I thought he, he, he only threw and man, he, he was throwing some really nice deep balls. It, it's just funny because, you know, the kind of the story of Herbert's Oregon career was, uh, you know, really talented guy, who was he going to throw to? And, and yesterday he was throwing to Juwan Johnson, who, you know, is, is a decent prospect. And then it was Juwan Johnson, then Ryan Bay, who was a walk-on tight end. And then they brought in Charles Nelson. It's like, these are the only three guys that, you know, Justin has to throw to during a pro day in front of scouts. Um, so it was, it was just kind of funny watching that. And, you know, obviously no disrespect to those guys, but, you know, you got a potential – top three quarterback thrown to a walk on tight end because, you know, Jake Breland was Jake Breland was there, but he was hurt. Troy Dye was there. He didn't participate in anything. Um, got a lot of wa- watch, a lot of linemen run the 40, um, which uh, is pretty impressive to watch in person. Just seeing that, you know, some of those guys book it down. They can move, uh, huh? At, at that weight. Man, um, some of those guys yeah, were five twos, five ones at that size. That's impressive. The, the the only the only pro day that I've ever come away from being like oh my god that was something was uh, I went to uh, Brandon Cooks's pro day at Oregon State mm. and uh, just watching him do some of like the speed and agility drills especially up close at Oregon State they let you get pr- pretty up close there yeah I I've never seen anything like that in person just just an athlete like that and that speed and I mean it was I left that thing going like oh my gosh like that guy is the craziest person I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> 
He but, was legit uh, the, low four the, three. Yeah. The the one the one thing that I, I, I did enjoy uh from Pro Day yesterday though was they, they had Herbert at the very end to do the um what is it called? Is it the standing or flat footed throw where basically they just have both feet on the goal line and you're not not allowed to step in? Mm-hmm. And uh Herbert threw I think it was about like sixty four yards. He 64? chucked that thing without just with twisting yeah. and throwing it? Just with twisting and throwing it. Wow. And it was like, oh my God. Um, so yeah, Herbert's got an arm on him and, you know, I did see some people, uh, the, the NFL tweeted out a clip of that and people were like, oh, he's like a slightly unathletic, uh, slightly less athletic Josh Allen. And it's like, well, if you pull up Herbert's combine numbers, like he bested Allen in, in the vast majority of them. So that's, yeah, that's cause I, I Herbert, continue to th- that's cause there's not that many highlights of Herbert running, but we all know, we all know, he yeah. can, we, yeah. we who have covered him know he's athletic. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I I continue to think that he's a very intriguing NFL prospect. Um, Dude, if you were creating I, I, I a guy doubt. on Madden, that's who you create. That's who you create. Like well, he, well, he, we might have to be doing that for the next <laughs> couple months here. Aaron. <laughs> he is like literally the prototypical quarterback of every era. Like he's Marino, but more athletic. He's uh, Joe Montana, but bigger. The question is, can he be as good as those players? We don't know. Depends on how he performs, clearly. But from a just a pure specimen of a quarterback, dude, there's not there's nothing you can look at him and go, he doesn't have X. He is legit. That's why I was jocking him this freshman year because he's just that guy. Um, but you know, and he's smart. Like he's gonna he's gonna process things. It's just a matter of how you perform under pressure. That's what tells the tale. But man, there's nothing. There's no way anyone's looking at that guy and going. I don't know if he has the physical tools to do this. Let's get the hell out of here. That guy's. It's it's quite it's quite the opposite of the discussion of me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm still kind of bitter, we didn't see more of you as a as a as a baseball player. I kind of peg you as a Ruthian kind of figure. You know, I did. Uh, I I did. Uh, I hit a couple home runs. Your back your in my boy day. in uh, Indianapolis vouched for you. Said you were a baller. Well, you yeah. know, I, I I let other people do uh, the talking. <laughs> do the talking for myself. For you? I. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's it's hard to have an ego in this business. And uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so we're we're going to wrap up here a little bit, everyone. Um, if if you want to, you know, read more about kind of the pro day and the chaos that was going on this week, I, I have a story that went up uh, last night on the Athletic. And uh, um, if you're listening to this and you're not a subscriber, uh, you can go to theathletic.com forward slash it never rains. You can get forty percent off. Although I do believe my story yesterday is unlocked. Um, a lot of our stories that are on the site that have uh, anything to do with uh, the virus and, and kind of the, the effect of that, um, we have a lot of stuff unlocked. So please check that out if, if you're curious about The Athletic. Um, Aaron, do uh, you got anything coming? Uh, well, you got any stories I, to plug? I'm doing or, this. I guess, it's, I mean, our, our budget's <clears throat> all up in the air. So <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm still working on this stuff on Charlie. We were going we to do a series of articles sort of on like the lower end prospect from a smaller school so that the, right. the journey they go through from this process to getting drafted. Um, so obviously, well, I'll, shoot, I'll, this, this, is, this is definitely an interesting chapter in that too, not being able to yeah, with know, the pro day being perform canceled. for the scouts. <laughs> that'll add to that. Uh, and then if, if free agency goes on with out of hitch next, I think that starts next week. Um, then there'll be tons of free agency news about the, regarding the Seahawks. Uh, and now spring balls on break, right? They're taking a break. Yeah. Now? So, yeah, but I imagine, um, 
I imagine the rest of it's going to be canceled. I mean, you know, that's that's two weeks from now, but we'll we'll see what happens. Because I mean, uh, across, uh, I mean, if if they're not letting like the softball team play or track and field, if they've canceled all that, like how can they put a hundred football players out there in practice? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I I think that would be um, a, a, a tough situation. But yeah, there's um, a good story there. Yeah. For so you. like, yeah. So like that's on pause. Uh, the NCAA just put out. Um, uh, a rule saying like all recruitings on pause through, I believe at least April 15th. Um, yeah. Like it's, it's going to have massive ramifications in the college football world because uh, you know, the spring game is traditionally Oregon's biggest kind of uh, recruit, uh, excuse me, recruiting day of the year. Um, remember last year they flew in all those guys and they brought out all the stops to, to kind of uh, convince DJ DJ to come out and uh, you know, he ended up going to Clemson, but um uh, yeah, it's it's going to be fascinating. Obviously, this is uh, the stuff is stuff we would prefer not to be covering and write about, but we're we're going to do our best here at the Athletic over the the coming however many weeks, months it, it's going to be. And uh, please subscribe to this podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening to it. You can follow Aaron on Twitter at Aaron J Fentress. I'm at Tyson Alger. And uh, yeah, just uh, be uh, be safe and smart out there, everyone. And uh, um, yeah, uh, we'll 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 do our best to uh, keep doing our best out here. <laughs>